Namaste. So now we'll read uh, another meditation of Mandavya. It is based on a true experience. So again, everything that Shurabindu is writing is something he has experienced. As we have seen, how he has loved. People talk about Shurabindu as a philosopher. They should see him as the Bhakta of the Lord. How through all this, and if we really look at it, right from his Nirvana moment, how did he get Nirvana? He just surrendered to Lili Maharaj. Whatever you tell me, I'll do. What is that surrender? He was not questioning him. Are you sure? You want me to sit like this? Should I do this? What is the guarantee? Nothing. Lili has come. He said, I'll teach you something. All right. See, he starts with surrender. Then after finishing, Lili tells him, can you surrender to God within you? He says, yes, I can surrender to God within me. Fine. After that, everything that he does, read the Uttar Parah speech. It is acme of bhakti. Right in that, you know, jail, he is describing how Vasudev comes and for a moment he wavers. And that is wavering not because of any selfish thing. He said, you could have sent me to jail, I don't care. But I just wanted good of my countrymen. Why? Before that has happened, you have brought me here. That is the only question he raises. After that, throughout, we see Shurabindu right till the final plunge. Not once we see him saying, even his poems are there, Oh, ancient of the days, thou knowest, thou knowest. Where he's fighting the grim battle. Not once does he say, have you abandoned me? You gave me the Adesh and I came here. Shurabindu is a bhakta, I wish somebody, you know, one day, maybe we, we will take up. Because everybody, philosophers, super mind, and I see sometimes, you know, how to arrive. So everybody, like a technique, like a process, but Shurabindu's own life. Mothers, of course, but look at the way he had surrendered himself to the Divine Mother. Now, this is another experience of Shurabindu that we know that in, um, in Calcutta, when he was... During one of his, uh, you know, after the Alipur jail. So while he was standing on the terrace, he was bit by a scorpion. So what is, we all know what will be our response. So I don't want to speak about it. Shavindu detaches himself and looks at the whole process. And then he says that there must be a figure out a way that this can be turned into Ananda. So it turns it into Ananda. Because he is seeing the divine everywhere. He is released from Alipur jail. So scorpion also must be the divine. You see we have heard this story of Sri Ramakrishna. Where mother has said, I have not heard anywhere else. But mother has said, so it must be true. That a cobra bit him and suddenly came out of his trance because of the intensity of the bite. And said, what Kali, you have bit me here? And he was fine. Here is Shurabindu's real life story that he is bit by a scorpion and what he does. When he was, Nirodha described that when he had the fracture of the thigh because of fight, grim battle against the hostile forces, Second World War, then he is lying like a golden purusha, not a ah, ooh, ouch, nothing. And the mother knew intuitively, so she came. Nobody had to call the mother, she came, she knew something has gone amiss. And then she sees. And when the doctor comes and starts manipulating and he asks, is it hurting or paining? He says, ah, one can be above pain. This is royalty. This is like a king. Even in rags I am God. Fallen I am divine. He is not, oh, it is hurting. What has happened? So this is the response he gives. So when he was stung, he 
converted. So when Niruddha asked him, what were you doing? When, you know, you were lying like this, what were you doing? See, we will call God. Mother, please come. So who will God? God, what he will do? When he is on Prithvi doing the sadhana for earth, what will, whom will he call? He can't say, oh, my higher self, like, like uh, Madam Alexandra David Neal saying, bless you, May God bless you or something. So mother said, when I read this, it was almost like I am telling myself that bless myself. She says that because, you know, she is divine who has incarnated, fully conscious. So what will he do? So God has no choice. So he says it's an opportunity. Let me convert it into the divine equivalent of Ananda. So when he had fallen down in in his room, he says... I was trying to see whether I can convert this intense pain. You know, it is a broken bone. It's not just a sting in a part. I was trying to convert it into ananda and I almost succeeded. Almost because obviously people came and then all that came. So the inner life, that's why he said nobody can write about my life. Who can write? I mean, this is one incidence where he noted. Imagine if people will write what they will write, the outer events and what how many such incidents would have happened? When he was waiting for meal, from 9 o'clock, first meal shifted to 11, then 1 o'clock, then 3, 4 o'clock. What was he doing? What was going on inside him? What is surrender and what a, you know, infinite patience. So this is the poem where he recounts this experience. While on a terrace hushed, I walked at night. He came... And stung my foot. God came. And stung his foot. He came and stung my foot. My soul surprised. Rejoiced in lover's contact. This is too much. (laughs) Rejoiced in lover's contact. But the mind thought of a scorpion and was snared by forms. See the conditioning of the mind. Oh, you say God is everywhere in everything, in every contact. No, no, but you know, what if this is scorpion? God is God. This is for the soul's truth. But scorpion and its poison is dangerous. So he's describing these two experiences. But the mind thought of a scorpion and was snared by forms. So what does he do and what we all should do? Still, still my soul remembered its delight. Denying mind and midst the body's pain, I laughed contented. So these are the two poises that we can have. One is the poise of ignorance, is that Dwasuparna. But in real life, how to practice? People give lectures on Dwasuparna. There is a bird which is eating and the other which is enjoying in delight. But what really it means is this. That always, initially, there will be two poises. One is the soul's poise and the other is the ego's poise, the mind's poise. So the mind will come with its own habit and conditioning. That's what mind says, you know, who has ever conquered disease? How can disease be conquered? Mother till the end, she's struggling with, you know, fighting against the collective suggestions. Oh, look at your, you know, even you're growing old. Old age is bound to come. All these, even now, the mind operates like that. That's another mystery, we have spoken about it. But that's how the mind operates. But the soul must always, the soul's vision is always deeper and higher. So he remembers. What he remembers? The soul's vision of Vasudevam Sarvamiti Samahatma Chadurlaba. So we'll read this again. 
while on a terrace hushed i walked at night he came and stung my foot my soul surprised rejoiced in lovers contact but the mind thought of a scorpion and was snared by forms everything is god and he is not only saying oh god came and stung me he is saying my lover came and stung me <laughs> look at he is not just god but god is lover he wants to embrace him he wants to come in this form so whatever form he comes he receives it as the lover's contact still still my soul remembered its delight denying mind and midst the body's pain i laughed contented namaste